Shalom Aleichem. Welcome everyone to the Shir. We're learning here Shire B'Tachin. And the topic here is that people say that one day they'll have time to learn and serve Hashem. Right now, they have to, they have to, right now they have to prepare. They have to make a lot of money first. Before anything happens, they have to make a lot of money. And they have to make a lot of investments. Then they'll think about Hashem later. So he's writing here a whole parak to undo this, this thought that people want to push off serving Hashem. Push off for later, <coughs> until after I make a lot of money. When I make a lot of money, then I'll serve Hashem. <coughs> That's not the way Hashem set the world up to work that way. Right? The world's not meant to work that way, that you can push off serving Hashem till later. Because then it never happens. If you don't do it now, if you don't chop right now, it's never going to happen. So he wrote a, the Chazvah wrote a whole parak to undo the damage of this thought process of this machshava of pushing off your avodah I would like to show the mistake and the foolishness in this machshava in Shiva and Yanim. Seven reasons why it's, you, you can put it on the floor. You can put it on the floor of the bags. I want to show for seven reasons why it's a mistake. And the reason why we're making such a because I want to undo the damage of this uh, uh, group of people. And he calls them people that give a mashkin. They, they give a mashkin. No, they want a mashkin from Hashem. When I see the money on the table, then I'll serve Hashem, like a mashkin, right? I, I don't want to lend the money to someone unless he gives me a mashkin, right? That's the Indian of a mashkin. So I'm t- it's basically what you're telling Hashem is, I want to I see the cash in the bank before anything. That's a mashkin. So he says there's seven reasons why it's a mistake. It's like a businessman who's sending, selling on credit. He doesn't trust them. And at the time that he gives them the merchandise, he takes a, a, a mashkin. Because he's afraid, and he doesn't trust him. He's afraid he's not going to have to pay back, so he has to have a mashkin before he gives them the merchandise. So there's seven mistakes in this concept. You have to tell a person, you don't trust Hashem. You don't uh, understand the greatness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And your mind is like darkened. You have so much tivus. Why do you trust Hashem? Hashem is doing so much chasadim for you every single second. If you would uh, internalize the chasadim He's doing for you, you wouldn't have this attitude towards Him. The reason why you have this attitude towards Hashem is because you don't have the right um, outlook on Hashem and your mind is blackened with all the tithes. What does it mean? That you're thinking all day about your tithes. You're not appreciating the good Hashem does for you. When if someone does such good for someone else on that level, you don't second guess him. It's, it's a fact of life. When you have a customer that's a very, very good customer, he always pays on time, you trust him. After a while, you build trust. That's the way the world runs. When Hashem does for you such tithes, such a, 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 a big a magnitude of tithes, 
and you don't trust them is because you're not realizing your mind is black and your brain is, 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 is stuffed up from all the tivists because you have such tremendous tivists that you're only thinking about what you want and you're not appreciating what Hashem does for you you only have a right to take a mashkim he has nothing uh, on you. He doesn't own, own you. And you don't have any responsibility to him. He has no responsibility to you. When a person is a worker and he comes to get a job, right? Imagine if I'm a plumber. I walk into the house. I'm about to work, and I tell the I tell the I tell the balbas, I'm not going to do the job. Unless you, 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 you lay down a $2,000 deposit before I start. The guy's not going to get a job, right? If a guy's rented out, it's not possible before he works to take out a mashkin. Why? Evan doesn't tell his master, I'm not working unless you put the money on the table. What's the reason why, when a person is working as a, as a as a as a rent a, a, a contract a regular a regular a regular attrition, a regular plumber, he doesn't ask for a mashkin before he starts, because he needs the he needs the 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 balbas. He needs to come on to him. He he's not his own person. He needs to come on to the person. So we need to come on to Hashem because Hashem created us. We can't t- telling Hashem. I'm not going to serve you unless I see money in my bank account. Look at the Marpel and Nefesh. In a place like this, you have to be Marach. We want a Mashkin from the money of the world. I want to have enough money. The amount I live, I should have the money already up front. When I have a lot of money, I know if I live for 100 years, I have 100 years worth of money in the account, then I'll serve Hashem. So he's saying that the first reason why that you're not to be Mashkin Hashem is because a person who needs to come on to someone else can ask for a mashkin. Bashroi, ba kafov, yar lishlach yad, goiver, a toivlecha ha evid la dainav, imasnem a odden shleif a kach scharai, who like him stame in a evid mecheshek or ava, rakmakmas a mammon, venen of a tuchum by shlayasa malacha remia, a lavakavadem shlamanas the kavapras, who maavis the gudels raimus a dainav, the simcha beliba shazacha la avdai. That means that the, 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 the way we have with Hashem is that we want Hashem to be interested in our, in our in taking care of us. How are we going to get Hashem to be interested in taking care of us? If we tell Hashem that I need to see money before I do anything, is that going to get Hashem interested in us? Or is it going to, Hashem going to get interested in us by telling Hashem, I'm going to work for you because I trust you. How is Hashem going to be uh, aroused to help us. So, Shalom uh, means that since I'm Tully and Hashem, and I need Hashem for everything, 
and I'm the one that's on the taking side. So because I have to get Hashem to want to help me. I have to do something that Hashem should want to help me. How am I going to get Hashem to want to help me? So what it means, means that I want Hashem to look at me and be interested in taking care of me. And if I ask Hashem that I need money on the table before I start, that's showing Hashem that I don't trust Him. And then Hashem's going to have less interest in taking care of me. Not more. Hashem's going to have less interest in taking care of me. It's, he's, he's less motivated. So uh, the whole idea of motivation comes from showing how much you trust the person. That's what causes the motivation. What, you, what causes someone to motivate someone else is showing how much he respects him and he cares about him and he trusts him. So Shleiman Asakabras is not that you don't want to get pras. Of course you want to get pras. But you don't need to see the pras up front because you're not, you, you're, you're not the balabas over here. You're not the owner of this, of this situation. Hashem is the owner of the situation and you have, to, you have to cause Him to be interested in you. So the way you do that is by showing Hashem that you're going to do for Him without having the money on the table and then you trust Him that He'll take care of you afterwards. Look on top. A lot of times you see like uh, a Schwarzes, they don't understand the concept of relationship. So let's say you ask your worker, a Schwarzer, to stay late, to stay extra. He's like, man, what are you giving me for it? What are you giving me for it? He needs to see it on the table right away. They don't understand the concept of relationship. A regular worker will stay extra, he'll do more, because he, he wants the master to be to be interested in him, because then he'll give him a raise. And if he gives him a raise, then he'll have his whole year, he'll have more money. Schengen, the Schwarzer guy, he doesn't understand the concept of relationships. He's like, what do you give me? What do you give me extra? You see, the guy says to the slave, to the Schwarzer, I'll give you $20. Stay extra, give you $20. Oh, okay, man, I'll stay $20. So he gets $20. We lose the relationship. See, now he's not getting the raise. If you get a raise, you get $100 more every single day. Over the year, he'll get thousands of dollars. But he doesn't understand the concept of relationship. He can't do relationship for anyone. He doesn't understand the concept. He's the gather of Amnazakaba Pras. That's what Chazal coming against. Amnazakaba Pras is they don't understand the concept of relationship. That if you do for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, without thinking about the money, you do it for Hashem Himself because you know that He pays well and you don't have to, you don't have to second guess Him, then Hashem will pay you even more. That's the concept of relationship. It's a genai for a slave to tell his master that he doesn't trust him. So what's the pshat in the slave who serves Shalom and Pras? He doesn't want pras? There's no one in the world that doesn't want pras. Everybody wants pras. But he trusts the master in the pras. That's the vart. He trusts the master in the pras. But that Shalom Pras has to see the pras right now, he has a lack of trust. That's the chilek. That's what I was saying, that the katmimashkin is Hashem, that we don't trust Hashem, the chasarin is that it downplays your whole avoda in your relationship with Hashem. How are you going to ask for a mashkin before you work? Can you do this to Hashem after everything He does for you? Look at the look at the marpel and nefesh. The marpel and nefesh. On the bottom, Marpel and Nefesh. Al Tiyukavadim, Nir Shadaik Dovazem Malashin Hamishnah. 
Shafilo Bavadim Dama Ganaihim Oivan Amnaskaba Pras. It's a Ganai for a, a slave to tell his master, I want to see the Pras. It's embarrassing that I should serve Hashem thinking about the money and the Oynish. I'm only going to do if I see the pras. I'm going to do it for Hashem. What's the Oh, he says the connection here. I know that if I serve Hashem, I'll get more pras that way. I'll get more pras. If I serve Hashem, I'll get more pras. If I serve Hashem with a full heart, nothing but the pras, I want to serve Hashem. Because of all the tithes he did for me, then Hashem will give me more pras. That's he says it. Of course I'll get more. Hashem doesn't take away the schar of anybody. You need to see everything before you even do avayda. And it never ends. The problem is that you want more and more and more. It never ends. So I wanted to say over a story that brings out this mushal. There was once a, there was once a guy who was very wealthy. A guy. A guy. He was very wealthy. And he had two children. And these two children were saying to each other that, you know, our father is getting old. We better uh, quickly get the money out of him before um, he dies. And then Uncle Sam is going to take all the money, right? So the brothers made up. Both brothers made the guy. The guy the made up. You go one week and you try to get as much money as possible out of him. And then the next week I'll come. So the first week Johnny comes to his father. And Johnny... He's like a shvach uh, cup. He's not such a smart guy. So he comes in over there with all his suitcases. He, he lived far away from his father. He comes flying in. He calls his father. His, his father's all excited. He's coming. He comes with all his, uh, his suitcases to his father. And he, move, he moves into the, to the apartment. And as soon as he comes, his father tells him, Oh, John, it's so nice to see you. You know, I, I have a few errands. I need, it, I need it very badly. I wasn't able to take care of him. I have a suit that has to go to the cleaners. And I need it very badly. I need a good coffee. And I need some other uh, groceries. So the kid's thinking, oh, now's my opportunity. Now's my opportunity. You know? He quickly, he runs to the store. He quickly takes a cab. He runs to the store. He picks up the cleaners. He, tucks it, he gets some of the best coffee. And he buys all the, the merchandise, whatever. He comes to his father. He tells his father, it's going to be $500. So his father's like, $500? How much was the cleaners already? Oh, it was $20. How much was the coffee? It was uh, $15. How much was the groceries? It was uh, $50. Why do I owe you $500? So the kid's like, well, I have to make something off this also. You know, 
I took a class service, I did all these errands, and uh, you should give me at least $500, you know, uh, you, you know, uh, well, I should make nothing of this. So the father's like, well, what's wrong with you? you, you know, what's wrong with you? He takes the son, he throws him out of the house, he takes all his suitcases, he says, get out of here, I don't want to see you again. Fine. The kid has no choice, he goes home, he ends up with nothing. A week later, the next son comes. The next son, Elamor Seichel. So he comes in over there. His father says, can you uh, buy me a coffee? Can you uh, go to the cleaners? Can you uh, do this errands? He's like, of course. He doesn't charge his father a penny. It's on the house. He's running the whole time back and forth. For a whole week straight, he's doing every single thing for his father. At the end of the week, he tells his father, you know, Ta, I'm starting a new business now. Things are not so well in the economy. I need, if you can help me out with $100,000. The father's like, of course, of course, my son, of course, you need help, for, of course I'll help you. He writes down a check, $100,000, on the spot with a smile. So my cash is, what's Pshan, this father? Is he a shaita? He didn't hop that this guy did a whole week worth of errands, and now he got $100,000. Is he a shaita, the father? The first kid, he has to $500, right? He did a few errands, and the father threw him out on his head. Threw him out, get out of here. The second son... He did a whole week with Aaron's taka. And he asked for $100,000. So is the father shite? He doesn't hop that the reason why the kid did these errands to get the $100,000. And he gave it to him with a smile. What's shot in this, in this story? How can you explain the story? It's a good kasha? The, the second kid also did it for the money. The second kid also did it for the money. What's the chilek between the two people? The way they start. Huh? The way What's the chilek? But he, he's doing it also for the $100,000. He had $100,000. And his father gave it to him with a smile. How do you explain this story? The father is shaita. He doesn't have what's going on here. Teret says the father is not a shaita. I'll explain you exactly, Pshat. Pshat is that when a son charges his father for the errands, that means you're telling your father, Ta, I don't care all the chasad me did for me when I was young. You paid for my college. You paid for your help me out. I don't care about any of that. I'm treating you like a regular worker, and, uh, and since you hired me to go do errands, I'm charging you $500. So that's Mavaza's father. Because he's telling his father that all the chasad me did for me from when I was born until now, and the fact that my father means nothing, I'm charging just like anyone in the street would charge me to do errands, I'm charging $500. Therefore, I have no chashivas for you, and I'm not makir the chasad me did for me, and the fact that you're my father. The second son, Shad is, he doesn't charge his father anything. But by being there a week, he's ma'ayr the fact that he's a son again. The idea he's there is to ma'ayr the fact, the kerva, and if it was ma'ayr the kerva, he tells his father he needs money. Of course his father wants to help him. Of course the father wants to help him because, because the father wants to help his child. He's ma'ayr the fact that he's a child. That's the vart. He appreciates that he's his father and he helped him, he took him through college, whatever. The, father, the father's not a shaita that he's giving $100,000 with a smile, a smile. He knows that the kid came to be mechazik the achva, that he wants to come bring back the relationship, remind him that he's a son, and he's going to get the money. That's the chiluk in the Evedah Meshach If you tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that if you tell Hashem, listen Hashem, all the chasam you do for me is worth nothing from when I was born till now. I want, I want payback for what I'm doing. Is that what you, Hashem deserves from the relationship after all these years what He did for you? That you're not going to serve Him unless you see the money on the table? Is that, is that Mavaz Hashem? Of course, Mavaz Hashem. But if you tell Hashem, Hashem, you did such a sudden phone as born, there's no way I can pay you, I'm going to do all the avoidance Hashem for you. That's going to be Hashem to want to help you more because then He sees that you're interested in the relationship with Him and 
and caring about Hashem to do what He wants, He's going to take care of you more then. Not because He owes it to you. Because He wants to take care of you. That's Shashlom Raskabu Pras. Not that you don't want Pras. Everybody always wants Pras. The word is, I don't deserve the Pras. That's the word. That's what He's saying over here. It's, that's what the, the Marble Nevis is saying over here. I'm doing it for Hashem's greatness because all He does for me. For sure, then Hashem will be more motivated to take care of me. Hashem doesn't take away the schar of any barrier. If you count all the chasad Hashem did for you, there's no end how much you have to do to repay Hashem that you have the chutzpah to go and ask Him for, 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 to think about pras even. I, how are you going to get taken care of? Because if you do for Hashem with a full heart, He'll take care of you. When a person wakes up in the morning, he, his brain, if his brain works properly and he's not in a mental helm, there's a hundred billion cells in your head that has to work. A hundred billion. A hundred billion. The amount of time it will take you to count a hundred billion is three thousand years. That's how much chasad the Meshem does for you. Just in your brain alone. So imagine a guy did for you three, a hundred billion chasadim. He just did for you. And then you go and you start telling him, I need to know, like, you know, in the relationship over here, before I do anything, I have to know before and, you know, where we're going with this relationship. <laughs> is that what you tell somebody who just did for you a hundred billion divas? Is that what you tell him? Or you tell him, you just did a hundred billion dollars with me, I'll do whatever you want. That's the vart. That's Shlam Nasakab Pras. If you have to realize how much Hashem's doing for you, and that way, you won't ask for a mashkin, you'll just do it below Shalom. And that's the first step the Chavis was saying over here. They can't be a mashkin Hashem. Have a good Shabbos.